This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Happy Tuesday, sweet ones. This is Daniela Rabani for the Mom Curious podcast with a solo episode. I hardly ever do these anymore because there are just so many interesting people to talk to. And one of those interesting people are you. So, hi. I wanted to tell you today about my experience with reparenting and how important that is and has been in my parenting journey. I first wanted to take away any stigma around the idea of reparenting. Reparenting doesn't mean you had bad parents. It actually doesn't mean anything about your parents at all necessarily. It's the practice of taking care of oneself and continuing to prioritize one's longings in the same way that a good mother or father or caregiver would do to a young one because there is a young one still within us. And that young person may or may not have received the exact attunement they needed or wanted. But in the reparenting of our own selves, we get to attune to that little girl or little boy or little person. So I'm going to give you an example. I have a friend who is taking piano lessons. She has three children. She's a doctor and an entrepreneur and a good friend and wife and all the things. And maybe she had piano lessons as a child and maybe not, but she's prioritizing herself. She's nurturing that little one within in the same delicate and precise way that she does her own children. That is an act of reparenting. For me this past year, I reparented myself in a sort of major way by throwing a bat mitzvah for myself at the age of 38. Now, just to go back, a bat mitzvah is a sort of rite of passage for Jewish girls who are either 12 or 13, depending on their family tradition. This is a rather new practice because originally the bar mitzvah, the ritual passage of a 13-year-old boy into manhood, into responsibility and adulthood and divinity of sorts, was enough for the community. And then around 100 years ago, in the conservative movement, they advocated for girls to also have this ceremony. And the ceremony entails reading from the Torah, reading from the old <laughs> holy book of the Jews, thousands and thousands of years old. It's kind of an amazing thing, actually. Jewish people from all over the world have been reading the same text, like word for word, in old, old Hebrew 
on the same day <laughs> every year. Like there are these stories every week and no matter where you are in the world, they'll tell the same story with the same exact words in Hebrew. I mean, it is really incredible. And I come from that storytelling lineage. When I was 12, I did have a bat mitzvah party. My parents threw me a really cool bat mitzvah. I didn't read from the Torah, but I had this disco party. Now, I loved hip-hop and I loved dancing. And they sent me and my friends in a limousine. Looking back, they you know probably couldn't even afford it, but they loved me so much. They wanted to celebrate me so hard. And, I mean... Maybe I should share some pictures on Instagram. It's hilarious and cute and so full of love and sequins. But there wasn't a religious aspect to this bat mitzvah because I was raised modern Orthodox. And for the sort of more observant contingent of um, Jewish life— in the 80s, I mean, when I was born in the 80s, so I guess this was the 90s, um, the late 90s, you know, girls just didn't read from the Torah. It wasn't something they did. The boys would do that when they were 13, experiencing their bar mitzvah. And my little self got the memo that there was something lesser than about the experience of being a girl, that I didn't get to do that. Now, granted, I'm a performer. I'm a singer. I stand on stage. I wanted that experience. There are so many of my friends who, when I told them I was going to get a bat mitzvah at 38, they literally laughed in my face, and I get it. Why? Who cares? And at 38, I can say I don't really care. But there was a 12-year-old in me who felt left out, who felt cast off to the sides. No one meant to do that. So there's like no blame involved. But there was an opportunity for me as my own reparent, as the person responsible for myself and my way in this world, to listen to that and to have a corrective experience. So I enlisted my friend Rabbi Rebecca Karen Eisenstadt She'll be on the podcast, actually. She's clearly a woman and is very proficient at reading from the Torah. And she taught me my portion. And, you know, if you could see my face now, I am beaming with pride that I took that time to learn, to sing, and to connect to my ancestry. Because it's not that... I needed that as a 38-year-old, but that I could acknowledge that there was a piece of me that wanted my voice heard, that wanted to sing the songs of my ancestors in a synagogue with my female voice and my daughter on my hip, with my dear, dear, dear friend who's a female rabbi with my mother in the audience 
when I say the audience, but she was like in the congregation. And with the presence of a higher power just loving me for loving me. It wasn't a splashy New York City bat mitzvah. It was a private moment. Well, not so private anymore because I'm talking about it on a podcast, but it's a private moment between me and my maker that I could say, oh my gosh, I matter. And this mattered to me. I want to be able to learn in the way that I want to learn. I want to be able to engage in my community. And I get to now. The reason why I bring this up, why I have a solo episode solely based on this, has nothing to do with religion at all. Or God, please, at all. But what it has to do with is reclaiming and reparenting just the whispers of desire. I had a desire to be heard. I had a desire to be holy. I had a desire to learn and to take time for myself as a busy parent to do something kind of kind of silly. But it could have been me getting up on a horse and deciding I wanted to go horseback riding because I never got that chance when I was a child. It could have been hopping on a plane to Paris, which I'd like to do. Can you hold me to it? Thanks. So here I am offering this to you, just the story of reparenting. And not because any parent had harmed me or done me wrong in any way, but because I am my own parent now. I am the one to take care of me, my soul's journey, my physical body's health, my artistry. And you are yours. So I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind messaging me on Instagram. That's where I hang out most of the time. At Daniela Rabani, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-A-R-A-B-B-A-N-I. And letting me know how you'd like to reparent yourself. If you close your eyes. And let your own younger self talk to you. What did she or he or they love to do? What do they miss? What does he feel like he missed out on? What does she want? And I'd love to hold you accountable to provide that to yourself. To give yourself a corrective experience. I have to tell you, it was really beautiful. My own children were in the congregation. 
It was sweet. I hope that for you. And I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thanks for taking the time to listen to my story and to connect with me week after week over here. It means a lot. I hope you have a beautiful day. And I'll catch you next time on the Mom Curious Podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Mom Curious Podcast. My name is Daniela Ravani. I am your host. And I would love to continue this conversation at Daniela Rabani on Instagram. And if you'd be so kind to rate and review, share this podcast, I would be just really grateful. Catch you next time every Tuesday on the Mom Curious Podcast, produced by Hoff Studios. You can find them at Hoff Studios on Instagram as well. All right. Have a great day.